Welcome to New Beginning Podcast Show. My name is Kumbi Oyedele. I'm your host. On this show, we share our testimonies and victory reports. We share stories of what God has done for us. If you haven't done so, please subscribe to the show so that you can get notifications when a new episode comes up. On this episode, I have my husband with me. <laughs> He's as, he has finally agreed to come and share, share his testimony. I'm so glad to have you, Tibisokboyedili. Um, so I'm going to let you introduce yourself to us. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, tell us about how um, your how you give your life to Christ, and then we'll go into your testimony. Well, thank you for having me. Um, <laughs> as I was very nicely introduced, I am the husband of Kunvi Oidele, the host of the podcast. Hi! Um, who is, you know, obviously I'm very proud of for having this podcast. And of course, you know, anytime I'm more than happy to come and share. Um, but yes, no, um, just, you know, God is good <laughs> all yes. the time. Yes. And just, you know, thank God for all that he has done in our lives. And thank God for how he's going to use this podcast in the lives of others, people that I'm sure we don't even know. Mm-hmm. They're going to be blessed by this. Amen. That's, that's, the, that's the whole point. That's the goal of this. Amen. Um, that God will use this uh, for his glory. Amen. So, yeah. So, I mean, just, you know, obviously there are many steps in my life, but just a quick summary of how, you know, things came for me together for me um to get into the church uh so you know i kind of i grew up in a religious family um we we went to church and that was very helpful to me because it at least gave me an understanding that you know you need to go to church you need to pray to read your bible and you know i went to sunday school learned all about the bible stories um which was great um but you know i always knew that there was something more and I, I was always always looking for it and seeking for it. And that continued all the way through until I, we got here um, to the U.S. When I moved here, I moved here during high school. And, you know, we, we got invited to a church, a church service, uh, when we first arrived, so looking for a church to go to. And we went there, and it was this gentleman that we had met, um, and he was very nice. And we, we, we went to the church. We... You know, we, we liked the church. And one of the main things that helped us continue to go to the church was that they were willing to send somebody to come and pick us up uh, because we didn't have a car at that time. So we, need, we needed a right to church. Um, so, yeah, so, you know, Miss uh, Mary Beth, that was her name. Never going to forget her name. She came every Sunday to pick us up. We went to Sunday school. Then we went to uh, evening service as well. Mm, how old were you? He, I was uh, 14 at first, yeah, 14 turned 15 right. soon after. Right, that's nice. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, so, you know, just kept on going to the church and then I got plugged into the youth group. Right. You know, had different youth activities, you know, had Bible studies. Um, and I would say during that time was when, you know, I, I realized that I needed to go deeper. You know, mm-hmm. that what I had had before was, you know, c- not deep enough, but just, you know, an intro, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, and then through, you know, the Bible studies, Sunday schools, the church, you know, I studied this word, prayed, um, and, you know, it got deeper and deeper and, and increased my knowledge and understanding of his word and, you know, got filled. And then I just, you know, I'll say that's when truly my walk with God 
kind of took off and I just started to grow deeper and deeper in my relationship with him. Mm. Well, I am a beneficiary of that. I want to thank God for that, for your life, because you have been such a good leader in our home because of how you have grown. You know, I'm glad for how you disciple our home, you know, so, and um, I'm glad. So, um, to cut the long story short, so we can really go down into your testimony. Um, you have so many testimonies, of course, but we want we wanted to, especially you wanted to, especially um, share this testimony um, because it's really dear to you, right? So, can you tell us a little bit about the testimony? Just give us a tell us what you know the testimony that you like others to hear about. Of course, like I said, you have millions, but this one you wanted to share. Yeah, yeah, like. Um like you said, you know, you, you, <laughs> you've heard them before. I uh, have. So I hope you don't mind hearing them again. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, there's so many things that we could say um, about how the, the wonderful things God has done in our lives. Right. You know, at some point you have to invite me on the show to talk about how, you know, God blessed me with a beautiful wife and the testimony behind that. <laughs> but we'll, we'll, save that, we'll save that for a future episode. That's okay. Yeah. That's you know, <laughs> funny. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so, you know, the one that I just kind of really want to share because I think it's important for us, um, is, you know, when it it looks like things aren't going our way, Mm. you know, when disappointment comes, um, and we just, we just don't know where to turn. Mm. And I think all of us can relate to that because, you know, when Jesus, when, when Jesus said that, you know, those that, that we should, we should be cool, we should follow him. He didn't say that it was going to be easy. He didn't say that everything was going to, you know, work out marvelously. He said that he will be, the Holy Spirit will be our comforter. Mm. So what that means is that even when things aren't going as we planned or as we expected, we'll have a comforter. Right. We'll have somebody there to guide us and to to lift us up and to pick us up when mm. we need it. Right. So we just need to remember that. And one of the instances of that in my life that, very vivid in my mind and you know I I, I know it, it played a huge role um, in the man that I am today was uh, my attempt uh, when I started uh, the application process for medical school right so you know when I you know like I said earlier I moved to the US when I was in high school I did high school here and then I went to college my first two years was in the junior college. Um, everything, you know, was fine. Everything went well. Then I transferred to a four-year college to finish my degree. Um, and at that time was when I knew, okay, I, 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 I like this medicine thing. You know, I like that. And I, I want to continue that. I want to go to medical school. So uh, for those of you that aren't familiar with the process, you know, there's, a, you know, there's an application process that goes in uh, after you finish college or at some point after college, after you have all the prerequisites to to, to get into medical school. And in addition to having your, um, all your prerequisites done, you need to take an exam called the MCATs, the Medical College Admission Test. So that's, that's typically the routine that you go to if you want to apply to medical school. Now, there are other ways to get in. There are some people that, there are other programs that you can apply straight from high school and then you go to college and then you already know which medical school you're gonna to go to. But I'll say, you know, over 90% of people go the route where they go to college, they take the prerequisites and then they apply, they take the MCAT and then they apply for different um, medical schools. So 
that I was in the 90% <laughs> um, where, you know, that was, the, that was the route that I took. And I remember, you know, taking, you know, some prerequisites during junior year. I'm like, oh, this is fun. You know, I, I, I think this is what I want to do. Mm-hmm. And typically at that time, at least, the MCATs were given twice a year. Right. They were given in the summer mm-hmm. and then also in the spring. Right. So what I thought would be best for me was, you know, after I, I took uh, one summer class between my junior and senior year. Right. Uh, so I decided that, you know, probably best take a, a light, you know, light summer classes and then spend the time studying mm-hmm. for the exam and then take it in the summer. Mm-hmm. So that's what I did. So I, I remember that summer very vividly. You know, it was, you know, like I said, because usually I was used to taking a lot of, of summer classes, but this summer, like I said, I, d- I didn't do that. So I had a lot of time. So it was nice, you know, it was a good time. You know, I had fun with my friends. Um, I, did, I did do some studying. Um, and, you know, I, it, it was just, it was a nice summer. And I didn't really feel, because, you know, as I'm sure a lot of people t- tell you about when they're studying for the MCATs and when they're going through that process, it's extremely stressful. Mm-hmm. That's what most people say extremely stressful they're worried about this you know they spent hours studying and I, I did do some of that I did do some studying um, but I, 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 w- I would be lying if I said I was extremely stressed because you know I just thought that everything would go okay mm-hmm. um, up to that point in my life you know I was, I was still young you know I hadn't really had any major um, any major obstacles anything that happened that I was like oh my goodness what's, what's going to happen next so I just, you know, just anticipated things would go smoothly. So I remember, you know, going to the exam hall and it said it's given twice a year. So when it's given, a lot of people take the tests. Mm-hmm. So it was huge. There were so many people there. There were probably thousands of people there. Like I said, this was just at one, one location and they were given it in multiple different locations. But just one location of thousands of people. And... Just to give you an idea of you know how things are in terms of the medical school application process, so typically about twenty percent of people, mm-hmm. so at least at that time, twenty percent of people that apply for medical school get it. Mm-hmm. So you know you think about it in terms of just having an idea of what you want to do in the ex- of how you want to be in the exam. So if twenty percent of people that apply for medical school get in, you probably want to be. You know, close to the top twenty percent mm-hmm. in the in terms of the test scores. Um, you know, maybe a little less would be okay, but you, you don't want to be much lower than that because you want to have a good exam score in order to get into medical school. Mm-hmm. So you know, I went in. It was you know an all day thing. It took about six hours. You know, they, we had breaks in between. So and I went. And I took the test, and it was just like any other test that I'd taken. You know, I thought I did okay. It's not like a test that I thought I had, you know, really done bad. Really done really bad in. Um, so, you know, I just kind of went about my day and at that time it took, you know, it was, it was paper, <laughs> so it wasn't on a computer. So it took a while for it to be graded. Um, so, you know, I just kind of went about my way, you know, didn't, didn't think much of it. And just, you know, I had started my application processes to medical school. So at that time, I, we kind of already knew that my plan was to move out to the East Coast. Uh, my sister was out on the East Coast. And she had just bought a place outside of New York City. So my plan was to go to medical school somewhere around New York, mm-hmm. uh, somewhere in New York State, preferably in, in New York City. And then my brother was also going to move out there, um, and we were all going to live together for the first uh, for the first time as just us kids living together. So I was all excited about that. So you know I was applying to medical schools, 
and you know I sent them my transcripts and it was just kind of waiting I was just waiting for my uh, medical school uh, for my MCAT scores and it, so like I said I took the exam in the summer it was probably uh, mid-fall mm -hmm. the results finally came in so you know I was like oh you know just wanted to get the results of my exam and, mm -hmm. and then I remember opening the envelope mm. and I was just I was struck <laughs> <laughs> I, it was not what I expected mm-hmm now the, the way the exam is graded, and like I said, things have changed over the years, but the way it was graded back then, and it's, it wasn't pass or fail, mm -hmm. right? You just get a, you, you get a number. There, there were three different sections, and you got a score for each different section. Mm. And I remember my scores for each section. It was not the scores that I thought I would get. Oh, wow. So essentially, just to kind of give you, because if I just said the numbers, it's not going to really make much sense, but just to give you an approximation about where I was, essentially... I was at the 50th percentile wow. of everybody in the country that took the test. Wow. Okay. Which you know isn't bad, but like I said earlier, only about 20% of people get into that applying mm. get into medical school. So if you know I'm not in the top 20% and I'm at the 50th percentile, that means you know the chances are not what I would <laughs> want. Not great. <laughs> for me to get. They're not great. School. Yes. And I was just, I, I, I just, I just looked at it, and stared at it. And I, I couldn't believe it. Mm -hmm. I still remember, I called, I called my friends. You know, I was like, ah, I couldn't get a hold of some of them. I went to one of my friends' house. She was in pharmacy school. I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm not going to get into medical school. Maybe I should try and get into pharmacy school. Oh. And I just, just started thinking about all kinds of things. Right. And it it was it was it was traumatizing. I can me. imagine. Mm -hmm. uh, I thought I let my parents down. I'm like, what am I going to do with my life? I thought I had things all set, set in stone, and I, I just didn't know what to do. Mm -hmm. But of course, you know, hindsight being 2020, I look back now, and oh my goodness, that was the best thing that could happen to that me. That was That's, the best thing that could happen that to you. That was the best thing. Whoa! Because what it did, and this is this is what happens. You know, if everything was perfect, if your life everything went smoothly according to plan then you tend to forget God mm. because you start wow. to think that, yes. okay, you know, yes. I'm doing this on my own power. I'm right. doing it on my own strength. I'm doing my intelligence. So, you know, maybe I don't need to pray. Maybe I don't need to fast. Maybe I, I can just, you know, you just go ahead and things start falling in the back. You know, God starts, you start to put God in the back burner. Right. But it's times of trials and tribulation. That's when your faith grows. Right. And obviously I didn't, I didn't quite understand that then. Mm. But that's, that's what God wanted. God wanted me to come closer to him. Right. And oh my goodness. I, oh, it was, that, that time period was one I look back on extremely fondly. Why? Because that's when I really, really dug into the word of God. Mm. Now, I'd obviously read my Bible, I had prayed, but... Not like that. Can I can I call you should ask ask you this question? How did your parents react? Because a typical Nigerian parent, they will be like, ah, we paid you know all this money, you know. Yeah. Well, so it was, so you know because it so it was a little different because like I said, these, it was just a score. It wasn't a pass or fail. Mm, so okay. because I got the score, doesn't mean that I hadn't gotten medical school. Right, because I just didn't. Oh, I didn't get the score that I didn't that I wanted. Mm -hmm. But that didn't mean I, you know, the way I I didn't tell them. This means I'm not getting into medical <laughs> school. You know. Oh, now and they know. Says, 
we'll see. You know, I had applications. I will see what happens. You know? <laughs> no, they so. know that you know. That score did not get you to medical school. Well, that initial score. Okay, so, so yeah, so, so continue. They, they really thought that. So, I mean, so like I said, you know, they knew I didn't get the score that I wanted. Right. But they're like, okay, we'll see what happens. And obviously, I wasn't going to tell them that I didn't, because <laughs> I, I did not think that I was going to get into medical school with those scores. Right. But I did not tell them that. Right. So I said, we'll just have to see. Because I already started the, that's the thing. You get the results after you've already started the application process for medical right. school. Mm-hmm. If I had gotten the scores before, mm-hmm. I would not have submitted my application. Because right. you have to pay for each application. And I, like I said, I did not think I would have gotten into medical school with those scores. Mm-hmm. But they were already out there, so there was nothing I could do. So, like, okay, I might right. as well just send. So everything was out there. But like I said, I, you know, I prayed, I fasted, and I really sought the face of God. And then over, and like I said, this happened in fall. Then a peace just swept over me throughout the whole situation. And the more and more I read my Bible, the more I prayed, the more I sought the face of God. Mm-hmm. The more that I realized, and this is like one of the first times I can remember God clearly, not in an audible voice, but making it clear that this this is to show me something. Mm-hmm. He wants me to teach me. He wants to teach me something. Right. And that it's not by might, it's not by power, but it's by my spirit. Hallelujah. And that, and it took a few months, but that really, so, and I felt such peace. Mm. I felt such peace. And I, I just knew it was going to work out. Mm-hmm. Because... I just, because like I said, those test scores came out of, they were just, I was just, you know, ah, shocked by them. And like yeah. I said, I, I studied. I could have studied harder. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. But I, it's not like I didn't study at all. Um, so, you know, I had my, the applications out there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, with the situation I was in, I was, a, I was an international student. And for medical schools, you know, they give priorities to those that, for the state medical schools, they give priorities to in-state residents and residents. So really, the only, the medical schools I applied to in New York were the private medical schools. Mm-hmm. So there were, there were five that I applied to. So, you know, you can hear at different times. Usually those that do really well, they, you know, have really high scores, they hear really quickly. But, you know, fall came, didn't hear anything. Winter came, didn't hear anything. And, you know, like I said, I already thought that, you know, I wasn't really going to get in. So I'd already submitted or applied to do the MCATs again. Like I said, right. they, they happen in the summer and the spring. So I, I signed up for it in the spring. And I, I remember going to the library, you know, sitting down, opening my book, ready to study. And uh, I just couldn't do it. I just couldn't study. And don't get me wrong, I am not recommending this to everyone. This, this is not, like I said, I'm not recommending this to everyone. But I, I just couldn't study. Mm-hmm. And the Holy Spirit, you know, told me to trust Him. Mm. To trust Him. Mm-hmm. And you, at that, and I, I just knew what I needed to do. At that time, I decided, you know, I'm not going to study for this test. Okay, so we are not going to tell our children this. No. Like our said, children should not hear this. We can, we can cut this Sh- part out. Yes. <laughs> Shaito, Imisi, and all our children, and, and Mofe, please study. This was, yeah, so, yeah, we'll discuss this later when you get older. (laughs) Unless, well, yes, yes. Like I said, this is not something I recommend. (laughs) Unless God clearly tells you. Like I said, I just felt like I couldn't couldn't bring myself to study. Mm -hmm. And I just said, you know what? God God wants to show me something. Mm -hmm. So I I didn't study for it. Mm -hmm. I didn't study for it. And then I went and I took the test. I felt the same way. I didn't feel any different. I went and I took it. Uh, but then, what happened was that I gotten 
of the five minutes, I got one interview. And, you know, I was like, okay. Based on one Based on the old score. My old score. Okay. Right? Because the new score, I took it in the, in the spring. It doesn't come, the results didn't come out to the summer. Right. So I, you know, this was in the, in the spring. I got an invite for an interview. Um, actually, no, this was in the, sorry, this was in the winter, late winter. So this was even before, before I'd taken my, um, uh, the, the, the MCAT the second time. Right. I got an interview. I went there. I took the interview. Actually, the first time I was going, to, I was trying to reschedule because I had a class the day I didn't want to skip. And they're like, well, this is actually the last day we're interviewing. So if you don't come this day, you're not going to get an interview. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you know what? My schedule just opened up. <laughs> <laughs> so I flew there. I went and, you know, it, it, it went well. I met some very nice people. And then I heard back from them a few weeks later saying that I was on the waiting list. Okay. All the other schools that I applied to, I did not get an interview for. They sent right. me a letter saying, thank you for your application. But... You know, we didn't invite, get you for an interview at this time, which is what I expected, honestly, from every one of them. So I right. got that one. And then like, I, I just I just knew that that's what it was, right. you know. And like I said, and I went through the, in the spring. I, I took the exam, didn't really study. And then we moved. When I graduated, mm-hmm. we moved to New York. Right. Um, and, you know, just like I said, it was just a piece of God. And I just I just knew that I was going to get in. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just just a peace and just you know praying and, and like like I said I look back on that time extremely fondly because I just I I still remember how close I felt to God like you know how you know the scripture where it says you know you pray without ceasing mm-hmm. you know you I understood what that scripture meant at that time because mm-hmm. I felt like I was always in the presence of God that I was always prayed I'll be driving my car and I'll feel I would feel the presence of God you know I. I I understood what that meant, right? And it was a very, I it was it was magnificent. Mm-hmm. Um, so that had to get. I if I if that hadn't happened, if I hadn't gotten a bad score, I wouldn't ha, I wouldn't have experienced God like I had at that time. Right. And I went to New York, and it was just wonderful. And I was just waiting, you know, just kept on waiting. So this is after you had done the second yeah. one, okay? After that second, after I, and I graduated right. um, from uh, college, and then. You know, I was waiting, and then, you know, in the summer before I got my accept, you know, while I was still waiting, I got the res- I got the results mm-hmm. of my the second test that I took. Right. And would you know, I did better than I did the first time. Without studying. Without studying, I was about where I expected to be initially. All right. Which was God telling me that okay, you know, I'm going to I'm going to get in my mind. I was saying, this is God telling me I'm going to get you in. Not because not by your strength, right. not by your intelligence, right. but by my power, right. but by the spirit of God. Right. Because he's gonna God, you know, even God's gonna use a bad score to right. get me into medical school. Right. And I was just, you know, it, it just fired me up even more. Right. And <laughs> it got to the point. It was a week before classes started. Mm-hmm. Then I got the call that I was t- off the wait list and I was accepted into the medical With the old score. With the old score. Wow. With the old score. With the old, With score. The old score. A week before I got it, a week before class to start. Wow. So I was one of the last two people to get into the medical school class. Wow. Yeah. Wow. We and thank God for that. Knew, and, you know, and it's, like I said, I look back at that time very fondly. And one of the things that I, I do from that or I remember from that um uh, one of the things that I took from that is mm. if you look in Joshua, um, chapter three and four, where you know um, 
God led the children of Israel through the Jordan River, just like mm-hmm. he had done in the Red Sea with Moses. Mm-hmm. You know, Joshua told you know one member of each tribe to pick up a rock. Mm-hmm. And they made a, a stone of remembrance. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's so important for us right. um, to do right. so that we have something physical, something that we can think of to remind us of what God has done for mm-hmm. us. For me, I kept I kept those those scores. I kept those scores hmm. um, because it, looking at them, it reminded me of what God had done. What God did. What God has done. done. Hallelujah. Um, so I encourage every one of us to do that. that right. When God does, because you know, you just look back and because now, anytime anything happens, I can look back on that and say, right, what God has done before, right, He can do it again. He can do it. If again. you don't, if you don't remember what God has done for you, then you may not believe that He can do something even greater in the future. Amen. So I think that that's important for all of us. Wow. That was an amazing, amazing testimony. Every time you share that testimony or every time we talk about things as in when we discuss things, how we, you know, move or got to, you know, it, 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 when you share that testimony, like it blows me away because it just tells how trusting God, even when through the storm or through challenges can help us get stronger in him. And God is not wicked, right? He, you know, one of the things that happens to us sometimes, we feel like when bad things happen to us, we always feel like, oh God, how, why did you do this? But your challenge, the challenge challenge that you had made you go closer to God. That's and right. so, um, and that's how God wants us to be, that when things happen as children of God, when things happen to us, we should always run to Him yes. and not run away or try and figure things out ourselves. Mm-hmm. And so um, I'm so glad that you came to share this testimony with us. Oh, my pleasure. Thank and you for um, me. of course, you know that you are going to come back and share more <laughs> testimonies, right? <laughs> you have, we are going to come and we'll hear more powerful testimonies that you have. Um, thank you for coming. And we hope to um, have you more come more in, in more episodes. Absolutely. Stay blessed. All right. Thanks.